0: All right.
1: All right. All right. What's up, TCL Gaming family? Um, It's your boy Pastor TC, and I have my friend again, Apostle Anthony, and this is Love Thy Neighbor Network, and we are cross-platforming between the platforms, Twitch, Anchor, and so much more. So it's good to be here with you guys again. I know some of you guys trickle in, but i still like to do the introduction because I never oh, yeah. know who might want to come back and watch this or listen for that matter. So it's good to be here. How are you doing today, Apostle?
0: Awesome? Hey, man, doing good. Uh, they got the Super Bowl on. My team's not in it, but, you know, it's a football day. So, you know, those of us that are football fans, everybody's not a football fan. But, you know, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's about it. Cool, cool, cool. Um, had a powerful day of service today. Yes, worship, word, whole thing, just you just know, time. awesome. Uh, so yeah, a little tired, but right. Hey, me too. I'm uh, <laughs> sleepy.
1: Took a little bit of a nap, and service was definitely great. I was you know, we both were there. It was really good. Um, can't really complain. Um, chilled at the place, some Apex a little bit, um, but really working on my aiming and tracking and. Things like that in the game and try to be less dependable, if will get to a little bit later on in this discussion, because <laughs> right. um, I am going to talk about that this week. So, uh, I, mean, I, I, I can't complain. Pretty cool weekends. chill with the wife. So, yeah, yeah, so guys, if you have any questions between um, Anchor or um, Twitch, you guys don't do post them in the comments and we will definitely get to them and answer them. So, this is an open discussion. Um, there's no particular flow. We just vibe and chat and chill and talk. And if you have any questions, feel free to put them down and we'll go ahead and answer them concerning the Bible. You know, we just want to be here and um, share the word with you guys and have a good time, get to know you guys better. That's the whole point of uh, just just chatting for Twitch and so much more here on Anchor. So, yeah, um, man, I, I guess I'm just jump right in. So, <laughs> right. uh, there was something we talked about men's group,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I've been shook if about it since Thursday. <laughs> I'll be quite honest, because you ever say something and it's really simple, and you, um, I would say intellectually you understand it, mm-hmm. but it has no revelation towards it behind. It has no impacted there's no change behind it mm-hmm. you understand the, the the concept of it uh, but it hasn't done nothing you know mm-hmm. um and we were talking about making your mind up yeah and I be honest with you your word the word today that was shared from you about faith challenged me and my wife but on a personal note i've been really struggling with making my mind up mm-hmm. you know things i say i'm not going to do no more I'm not gonna do um, and even with Apex, I think I said I was not going to play Apex no more. And I'm kind of glad I reneged from that because I just was being the poorest sport, was quitting. But that's a whole different <laughs> thing. But just, just things, you know, things like um, addiction, certain things, like this commitment and consistency. Um, and I know it's, you know, I think the lie I used to believe is that I didn't have the capacity to do it. Mm. <laughs> but now I understand I'm choosing. Not to do it which makes it feel worse, but nonetheless it's truth. Um when it comes down, I was sharing this with my wife in the car because just having a transparent moment. So welcome you guys into this transparent moment. We're driving, and I said, How come the same energy that I'm applying to Apex and training, I can't apply it to the Bible in my addictions? The tenacity. I'm so tenacious with this game, mm. and I'm, 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 uh, I'm fighting my wife into this conversation in the background. She go ahead and snitch on me. Ariel will tell you I will literally grind hours in Apex and the firing range and matches, and I am so intense with this game and learning that there's actually a whole bunch of passion. And I have to kind of you know use self control, be careful, <laughs> you know. But I'm passionate about this, and no matter how many times I get beat, no matter how many matches I lose or win, I keep coming back for more. Tenacious. Mm. I'm disciplined, but I don't have that when it comes to my addictions. I don't have that when it comes to my state of the word. I I, I don't have that when it comes to my work ethics. And I'm like, man, I hate that about me. And I know it's a choice because I'm literally choosing to do this. And I already see, oh, it's What's up, Miss T.C.L., though? I can still say hi. Right. Right, you <laughs> got to shout her you out. You got to shout the wifey out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I I say that to say, you know, how, how 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 do you do it? How do you channel that passion? Or is that something you can even do? Because that really got me when you said make, make up your mind. And I'm like, man, I feel like it's – I think I struggled on that day when we talked about it, so I wasn't being dishonest. But I'm really struggling when I'm like, well, it just doesn't seem that simple right. to just make up your mind about something. Especially for me, I feel like, like I'm a person of that that's about cost in the sense of what's this going to cost me before I even decide to do something, which is a whole different conversation, which we will get into later, of course. But yeah, I just wanted to open up with that. Are we going right in? But- actually, <laughs> actually,
0: that is the answer. Hmm. That's that's the answer in itself. Is what are you willing? What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to sacrifice? What cost are mm. you willing to pay mm. in order to make this decision? Mm. And what is it that you feel like you're losing mm. by making that decision? And that and that's Me that's not. why I said you know that's actually the well, answer. And take this off. That's <laughs> act, that's actually the answer. You know, it, it, it's like. It's like, because we can talk about it from a spiritual level, and we, we'll do that in a second. Mm-hmm. But from just a practical level, from just a natural level, any decision I make is going to cost me something. Right.
1: Can you do me a favor, babe? I mean, to put you, or can you grant me a Bible? Because I, mean, I just want to have a physical Bible for and, me. Yeah.
0: Any decision you make is going to cost you something. Period. It,
1: right. I think I reconcile it. I think that's where it gets really deep because um, let me, let me say it this way. A life without a certain addiction might cost me the convenience of going to it mm-hmm. versus the payment for it is this will probably really Not only keep me pure, but really can really affect the trajectory of my relationship in marriage to so much more. Mm -hmm. So it's a big payout, but the cost for it
0: feels so much. But, okay, so here here we go. (laughs) You've got to decide which payout is more worth it. Man. Because they both have a payout. That's why it's hard to make that decision. Even though you want to, there's some benefit. There's something that you get from it. And let's let's just let's do something like um cussing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The benefit of cussing is I get to express myself. Yeah. And for for most people, that's the highest reward you could have self-expression saying what i want to say when I saying it the way i want to say it when i want to say it you know how i want to say it to whom i want to say it hmm. that feels good to not say it feels bad that's real it feels like i'm i'm being chumped it feels like i'm being pumped it feels like I'm being taken advantage of. It feels like I'm letting people get away with stuff. It feels like mm. all these things. And that's because we're looking at everything from the earthly temporal place.
1: Right. Because, you know, we use this term, these churchy words like um, kill your flesh. Yeah. And things like that. It, it takes on a whole different meaning. Because it's literally a choice every day, you know, and sometimes it's constantly in the same day. And, you know, I, I think when it comes to this cost, because you, you say they both cost, you know, it was funny me. I we' really talking about this because I'm like, they both cost, you know, like I'll, I'll go ahead and share one that that's not too personal. My work ethic with Uber. I have been struggling with Uber. Because truthfully, by the time I um, start my day, the morning is good while I Uber, but between um, me with my um, pops with me every Monday and Tuesday um, until streaming with you guys, I am white. Um, I think we used the word satisfied. I feel satisfied. And I know if I don't work, that's going to actually cost me um, financially. Mm-hmm. But I know if I do work, it's also gonna cost me going back out, mm-hmm. which I don't feel like knowing I'm tired, and it's crazy. The one that always wins, just be really honest, is I'm tired. I'm not doing it, and it's crazy because this this decision making happens a lot of my life with a couple a, lot, a couple other things. And I was telling Ariel this, and I'm like, I really. I really need to learn how to choose. And, you know, I, I, I kind of like the ignorant bliss of feeling like I had no control, well, feeling like yeah. I have, you know, I'm a slave to whatever. Right? The ignorance of, well, I just can't help it. Right? right. I think, I think, I, I right. like that hiding behind that excuse. But the truth is, you can not help it. Truth is, you have a choice, and you can choose. Especially when we talk about Christians, and it comes to the power of sin. You are free from the power of sin. You actually have a choice not to do it anymore. And so it's like, man, that's you know, I think it depends on what side of Queen. That's all the lovely. Like, man, thank you, God. And then this parts you're like, man,
0: ouch, because that means whatever I'm doing now. I decided to do I that. Decided to do it. I decided. To, and I think that's the difficult part, is that having the freedom to decide not to, but yet. When you look at and like you said, let's use the Uber, like you said, that's a kind of an innocent, you know, thing. It's not really but both have a reward. Mm-hmm. One has a reward of having the money in the bank to pay the bills and takes away some of the stress and worry. But that's a long term. Yeah. To not do it is a short-term reward that I have now. I get that right now. I get to sit down. I get to relax. I get to not spend energy. Mm. I get to watch a show or, or, or play a game or go to sleep or things that are temporary, things that are immediate. And so mm. I'll give up on the things that are long-term for the things that are immediate. That's really what's going on. Yeah, and I, I think you're nailing
1: it, you know, just being real with you guys and real with you. Cause um I was talking to Willie about um, we're talking about social media. As I said the the scandal of social media today is everyone's telling you that you can make it is really capitalizing on you wanting to take short-term routes. Yeah. And that's the truth. I think I struggle with long-term results because I am I want it now i want i want to be successful now i want to be secure now so i i you know i i i want the long-term route right and, you know it's just me being honest you know um and i've been finding that for a while when it comes to streaming um i think even when it comes to the deal in the answer thinking me to spend time with god in the word is i just want to be this now right you know and, and realizing and knowing that well that, that you know, doesn't work that way. But if you choose, you will become. I think something that we said last year that still sticks with me is whatever your today is, that's your tomorrow. So your future is today. Right.
0: It's now. It's right now. It's right now. So I can tell you, and this is, keep stay with the Uber. I can mm-hmm. tell you at the end of the month, you're going to be short.
1: Yeah. because we'll And, and I'm try. not.
0: And I'm not prophesying or doing anything mystical. I'm just looking at well, what are you doing right now? Well, if you were doing what you needed to do, I'd be able to say, oh, you'll, you'll have it at the end of the month because you're doing it now. Yeah. And so often that's what people are are, are struggling with is that they want maximum results for minimum effort. That's good. I want the maximum results for minimal effort. Well, I went out and drove a couple of days. But you want all your bills paid. right? You you don't get that <laughs> from a couple of days. You get that from consistency. You get that from every day punching the clock at the time you're supposed to punch the clock.
1: I ever think <laughs> the value of the thing is diminished when you go about that way. Because let's say I say... Um, I want it now, and somehow I get it now. Someone drops uh, $1K in the bank. right? Well, the $1K (laughs) is squandered because of the attitude of now versus the long-term and the work ethic. And putting the work in will preserve the thing that eventually comes. And I think for me, like I said, I understand these principles. For me, it's now getting behind them and agreeing with God. And you talked about that a little bit today, even with faith, mm. you know, about agreeing with God. Because what happens is we put faith in our things instead. And it's not even our faith. Right. Instead of agreeing with God says His faith is for, and that got me because I'm like, whoa, man, that means, I, you know. And I think it hit me as I'm driving, and you know, I, I really wish Ariel would come and share her process a little bit, but you know, I won't put her in a spot, but. Um, I don't really agree with God. right? Okay. And, you know, and, and I'm like, man, and I was upset. And I was like, but that's okay. But like, that's not okay. No she's like, no. she's what she meant. <laughs> no she was no. like, it's okay that you're being honest about it. She that's said, okay. She <laughs> said, instead <laughs> the whole, you know, it, you know, it should it be this way. You're being honest. So now, let's now, since you're honest now, Let's get to agree with God, but you can't agree if you are even honest, otherwise you're right. just I don't know you're doing stuff, and I think some you said um in in earlier today about um yeah faith and you talking about the word and his um I think you said his persuasion mm. um and you said if how can you please somebody? Because while God, while faith is impossible, please God. Mm-hmm. Well, how can you please someone if you don't know what they prefer? And that really—that's good. Hit I, me. I said that. You no, said it. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> so, like, man, that sounds good. I don't even know. And, I didn't and know. And that what I got me because it's like, well, how can I actually please God well, if I'm not even looking at what he prefers? I'm focusing on what I prefer. Me and
0: at conflict. Because well, what you just said actually sparked something in my <laughs> mind, and, and it's profound because if if you know, and we were talking about this earlier, how the word of God is used for reproof, hmm. which means to reconfirm, right? Mm-hmm. To to represent the evidence, you know, of the things not seen. So the word of God reinforces that. And so if I don't want to be persuaded, <laughs> Uh-oh. Then I'm not reading the word. Uh, oh, man. Because I don't want him persuading me. I, I don't, Ouch. I don't, I, don't want, I don't want him. I don't want myself. I don't, I don't want to be led by him. I'm trying to do my own thing right now. Mm. So getting in the word is counterproductive. But if you really want his will, then you're going to go to his word. You're going to be hungry for his word. The Bible says they that hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled. So if you're not hungering thirsting for righteousness, how can you be? Because you're going after unrighteousness. Mm. Because anything that is not of faith is sin. Mm. Yeah, we ooh yeah, <laughs> you, you say you were
1: going to get too much of that. I, her, I wish you would <laughs> push the envelope just a teen bit. Um but yeah, I I think because me and I was actually talking about this all week. We we're actually talking about faith all week. Because we were doing what I like to call the scandalous research on yourself. Yeah. This is why I'm officially dubbing this for me and Ariel. So um, for us, we challenge ourselves to ask ourselves, well, what have we actually been believing in having faith that God actually even say those things. Mm. So for us, our first one is kids. So even when there's not my situation, I was diagnosed in in, um, 2017 and they told me that I will not be able to have kids. And, you know, while getting too uh, vulgar and anything like that, there's some complications. Mm -hmm. And so um, from that point, of course, we have received multiple words about having kids. However, the problem is over the course of time, As I study the word, there's a lot of contradictions with these words. And so my wife particularly was given the word and I asked her scary questions. I said, well, how do you know God even said that? You know, and she said, well, we both heard. I said, well, the thing is, I don't know if God said that, but the word was given to you. How do you know that God said it? Mm -hmm. And. We have to challenge ourselves to go beyond trusting what people say and really understanding what God is saying. And meanwhile, I have scaleless conversations about kids because we firmly believe, according to the word of God, that God does not promise kids, marriages and so forth on. And I know I know that might get a lot of people who might be watching right now, but it's true. If you read your word, God doesn't promise those things. The promises of God have always have been wrapped in salvation. It's always been wrapped in saving your soul, and it's always been wrapped in you drawing close to Jesus and drawing out his character, godly characteristics through the power of the Holy Spirit and through this new spirit that God's giving you working in you. And those things are promises. I think we um unfortunately in American culture, I would even say around the world, but I live in America, have totally um negated those things and have focused on materialistic things. Over things that are more inward that Christ has promised, and so it's always a challenge for me and Ariel to go to these shrines and say, "What I build the I O up, or what lies have I said? God said it says not what God said." And children has been one of our biggest things, and so we were working with this faith thing all week, and I'm like, man, I think I don't agree with God, and man, I need a. I need, I need to I need again this word to agree and I think that's the hard part is you said so <laughs> it was ouch but it's so real you're not gonna want to learn about someone that you you don't want to understand their preference what they want because you have your own preference so like you're not definitely mm-hmm. going to be persuaded because you are going in a whole different direction so I think that got me a lot. So, if you were talking to somebody like a me, for mm-hmm. example, um,
0: what would you say to that? You know, well, there's a couple of things. Number one, um, if if you had the inner conviction that God wanted you to be a parent, then scripturally, What that means is that he's calling you to raise up godly offspring in the earth that he's, 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 what did it say? Deuteronomy 29, 29 says the secret things belong to the Lord, but the Mm -hmm. things that are revealed belong to man and to their children Mm -hmm. that they may keep the ways of the Lord, right? Um, Genesis 18, 18 God said that I might know Solomon that he may teach his family Hmm. the statutes and the ways of the Lord to his entire household. So Hmm. having kids in our culture is a status thing. Right. It's not a mission or purpose. It's not. It's ooh, cute. Look, it's not. I got work to do yeah, because cause, how am I yeah. going? Because I got to raise up a godly young man or young woman in an ungodly world. Yeah, me and my wife, we're having real talks about that. I think <laughs> when
1: we talk about having kids, and it, it's not predominantly the shun the, the lie on my wife because I, I predominantly am actually content. I can go either way. If I have kids, I am beyond grateful. But my even my reasoning behind it is more carnal than spiritual. Because as a husband, of course, I want to give my wife children. Um, I want to give her the world. But see, even that desire has nothing to do with God. For REO, we, you know, we're talking, it's just, you know, isn't that what we're supposed to do? I save myself to marriage. we business, how it's supposed to go. You know, it is more about status quo. It's not about, right. you know, man, I have a, I feel this calling to raise up a child in the world to know about God, but also to proclaim God's goodness, and that in itself is a test. I do think, to be honest, with you, our, my, our my mind
0: doesn't gravitate towards that. Most most people's mind is is not on that. You know, if somebody mm-hmm. was to have that conversation with me, that would be the counsel that I would give them. I said, "Are you ready to raise up a generation?" that will proclaim God's praises or do you just want cute pictures mm. or you just want cute clothes you want to see cute clothes you want people to come over right. and patch you like oh right. you guys are doing so good you got kids you got this you got that all that stuff is status right and that's the lust of the eye lust of the flesh and the pride of life that's worldliness whereas if you have the conviction that God is calling you to do this then you also have the conviction that these have got to be world changers, right. that that the children that I bear have, have to know the Lord and they have to be able to go into the world and preach the gospel to all nations. That again, because people do marriage the same way. Marriage is about cute pictures and trips and right. houses and balloons and rings and dresses. And it, it's not about, wait a minute, God brought us together for a purpose to proclaim his praises to mm. the nation, to 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 lift his name up, to show people Christ in his church, the struggles, the stresses and how we stay together no matter what the same mm. way that he'll never let me go. I never let him go. And yes. that's what marriage is supposed to be a picture of. But so often it's about satisfying some desire that I have, some want that I have, filling some void. Right. That I'm trying to fill instead of God's purpose, God's will, his preferred will, his best offer. Offer. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I think it you know the transition is rough for a lot of people. I I know. Um, and you know, even for me, you know, I think um these two years have been for me um pretty rough, but going into last year, into this year really good and someone say well why would you count it good um because to have your revelation and to have perspective change is a beautiful thing even if it hurts because it gets you closer to god you know for my opinion to have conversations like this <clears throat> you know even though they're painful um sometimes on the, some on, on the coin it feels embarrassing because you're like oh, I feel like I should know this I feel like I should be walking this. It's it's good for you because I want the true promises of God. Mm-hmm. I I want to really know Him. I I won't forget when I was doing security. I think I was twenty two, and um, I was in I was coming out of a dark place. I I was actually questioning if I knew God or not. Actually, and I, I started discipleship here at Sure Foundation, and I was definitely reading the word and i would have late night shifts and i said god i really want to know you i don't want to know about you i want to know you mm-hmm. i want to do what paul is talking about in i think it's philippians i'm like god i want to be able to comprehend mm-hmm. hold you the way you've grabbed me mm-hmm. i actually I actually want that mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think I was, I was still, I feel like I was really ignorant. And I still, even now, I feel like I'm growing in knowledge of what I was asking. But I was like, God, I, I want that. And I want to show other people that. So I just don't want it for myself. I want to show other people how um, amazing you are. And, you know, that's what I really desire from God. And I feel like, you know, um, sometimes I get caught up in other things. I get caught up in, like most of us, we this world's a distractions. There's a lot of things in this world that try to pull your attention, mm-hmm. but that's still my heartbeat today. Is I want to know you. I don't want to know you just for things. I, I was just praying. I was in this mm-hmm. little shack. I was mm-hmm. just praying. I was like, God, I just don't want to know you for things. I just don't want. I want to say this to get stuff. I want you know. At the time, I was a single young man, and me and Ariel were not yet together. We're kind of in the rocky spots. Like I, don't, I don't want to pray His prayers because I want to make that right. I just want to know you. And I feel like over the the course of years, that's been about the key. Because as um, are here, you guys are vibing with us. Why is it that people actually encourage us to get things that pull us away from God, versus things that keep us close to God? This is why I mean to clarify that question. Why are we promising you, are prophesying, or preaching about things like? Uh, restore marriage, and I'm not trying to knock restore marriage, or your wife is coming, or uh, more money in your pocket, which actually, those things in themselves can actually pull you more away from God versus the true stuff, like talking about godliness and contentment. What well, we're talking about, drawing close to Him and Him grabbing you the way one um, to grab God the way He grabs you. And those things are less talked about. And those things keep you close to God versus the other ones kind of draw you away in a sense. Um, And again, I'm not saying marriage is bad. I'm not saying having a um, having a nice account is not bad either. But what I am saying, these things usually, um, like we talked about last week, pierce. That's what the word says. Pierce your heart and they Mm kind of pull you away. From actual, actually, from with God in
0: relationship, well, and and they and they pull you away because you don't have the right perspective of God's will. Mm-hmm. Everything in your life, you want to seek God's will for it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just want it. You don't you want to just desire it. You want to say, "Well, what is God's will for that?" Mm-hmm. You know, um, if if it is kids. Mm-hmm. So what is God's will? Because if God graces me or blesses me to have them, mm-hmm. I want to fulfill His will. Yes. You know, because there's enough people who are willy nilly,
1: right? Bro,
0: you know, popping them out here and there, and you look at their life and like that can't be God's will. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, we. <laughs> Ah, that, that, that can't be. All that right. can't be the we're way that he
1: wants that done. We were just talking about that yesterday. Like, you know, because we, you know, I'll be real. Because sometimes me and babe, we talking, and this is like, God, you letting these people just pop out kids, and they overwant them? Right. Like some of the conversations we hear, you be like, it be. Sometimes you shaking your head, man, I did everything I can to get rid of this kid and took a plan B. And you up here like, mm, mm, oh, I, what? <laughs> you know, but that's why Tori, I said, see, that's why I know it's about perspective. That's why you can't be envious right. of other people because they're up here thinking, right. I want this. I I I don't want this. They're not thinking about God's will. Mm-mm. They're just they're digging about, oh, I got this child. Right. You know, and I gotta raise, or I got this
0: wife or husband and because you know, you know because <laughs> even the ministry of adopting adoption guess what scripture says mm-hmm. scripture says that we are called to take in the orphan yeah right and the widow, yes. right mm-hmm. and so for those people who have that ministry you know i look at uh sister raquel at our church yeah she's doing an incredible job yes she is. and she's doing a better job with her 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 adopted kids than she did with her biological kids that was power yeah I I, I would agree she, she's doing an amazing job of raising them in a household where they study the word they pray together they're seeking God they're saying what is God saying you know her her children join her for services even online mm. They, they are hungry for the word. They're hungry to serve God. And like you said, there's other people that, man, they just cute pictures. Right. That's all it's about. Yeah. Look at what Johnny's, the little Johnny or little, little Jojo or little da-da-da-da is doing. <laughs> oh, they're so cute. I can't believe. It's not, well, well are you raising them mm-hmm. to be the next generation of of Christ bearers? you know, of people that will hold up the banner, you know, or are you raising them to just blend in with the world? I think you hit something that kind of gave me confirmation because
1: I, I've always seen, I think I'm going to share this with my wife. Because I I think I was scared of sharing it, but I'm going to go ahead and do something a little bit brave. I'm always seen if I have seen children if someone said well do you even think about kids my wife would be like do you even <laughs> think about kids sometimes you be wondering and i i do but I always feel like i've seen it in the form of adoption mm-hmm. and when you were talking i do I do recall the scripture and that's ministry. and someone I, I I really do look up is it. Miss Raquel. You know, I remember when, uh, when she first started coming come back around, she was like, yo, need you to link up with my, uh, one of my sons. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the pandemic happened, so we're still working it out. But adoption is a powerful ministry. But because of the perspective of thinking and how people will put on you, that has actually been something that shut down in me. I've actually said to people, I'm like, well, if I thought I was pulling my daughter to adopt. You want your own seed. Right, right. You want your, you want your own kid, right? It's like right, you know yeah. Ariel's in the back. I mean, it's not when we not heard and it's kind of like heavenly. And then it was deep Now watch this. They'll say Apostle. Well, get in the foster care, because if you don't like the kid, you just give him back, but you also get paid for it. Mm, it's horrible. And n- right now I'm taking them it I'm like, wow,
0: but, wow. But but here's the thing: wow. is that. You've got to people's motives, I mean, the, the motive yeah, that's sad, you know, yeah. I'll just go with your it's word. So sad. It's sad. It yeah. It's sad their motive. Mm-hmm. And so what they'll do, by their motive, they will try to influence you. But remember what we said faith is. Faith hmm. is the conviction that God is persuading you. Hmm. And when God is persuading you, you're going to have a lot of voices trying to persuade you in other directions. Yeah, so, because even even foster care, even foster care is a form of adopting, taking right. in the orphan and the widow. But you're not taking them in because because you're getting paid for it, right. or because if you don't like the kid, you can right. throw them back. I mean. No. Right. does
1: that but but it's horrible you know, And like It's horrible I'm not, the it's horrible. I'm not knocking foster care <laughs> it is an option for me in my life but it just the way it was
0: presented it was like so um so empty
1: because
0: I'll tell you another great family great family um because as a matter of fact raquel's kids are foster kids they actually are foster kids that's awesome so um, Pastor Stephen Baker, all oh, the bakers, the bakers, been they've been taking in foster kids for years, mm-hmm. raising them up in the Lord, raising them up in the church, mm-hmm. growing them up, graduating mm-hmm. them, sending them off to college. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, that's what you're supposed to be doing. That's what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be God's hands and feet and mouth. And ministry, you're supposed to be because the Bible says that your children will be taught by the Lord, hmm. and great shall be their peace. So, even those of us who have had children biologically, they're still not ours. I see that, that mm-hmm. part. That part. I know we want to stake our claim. Oh, you got that for me. You didn't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but in all actuality, they're not ours. They're God, they're God's children, and they're taught by Him. We're just the conduits. We're just supposed to train them up in the way that they should go, that when they're old, they don't depart from it. And if people take that seriously and they're willing to go through the battle, because some people, first off, it starts. They're so cute. You want them to walk and talk mm-hmm. and then they're getting on your nerve. You want them to sit down and shut up.
1: Right.
0: You right. know, you know, struggle. <laughs> I can't you know, you couldn't <laughs> wait to have them. And now you can't wait to get them out of your house. I mean, that's that can't be God's will. No. That can't be the way that he designed it. And it's not. The way that he designed it is for us. T- the discipleship begins with your children.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, y- you can tell a lot. And this is, I'm sorry if this offends <laughs> any, anybody. <laughs> but you can tell a lot about Scambles. a person's walk with God by just looking at their children.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Man, man, mm-hmm. uh, let me go take a bite of my food before man. I get in trouble.
1: Mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. man, <laughs> I, I I will have to agree. Um, because you know, as, as I'm sitting here, uh, oh got some comments. Dead teen. Na- <laughs> my boy said, "Dang." <laughs> What's up, T Nation? By the way, how you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he came swinging with that one, but I think those are facts. I, I think people don't like that. Type it's right, it's type of right. <laughs> you know, but this is so good for me because um, mm-hmm. you know, I I for real, I always had a desire for uh, adoption. It's weird. I think I just never shared it out loud. I always, had, it, it, I know how much adoption is and how it's expensive. Let me get get to some of these comments. Sub man, I was just tuning in and hearing everything. So far, it's good stuff. Yeah, man, yeah. we yeah, man. we just be vibing and talking. Hey, and we chilling, just bro. this is what we do. This is what our
0: discipleships are like. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, so, you know,
0: and so we just bring it in right. on the air and let right. y'all join in. If you got any <laughs> questions, anything you want to interject, please feel free. It'd be raw <laughs> like that. So. <laughs>
1: But nah, man, and it was shut down because, you know, influence and and I happened like um I think I've really literally lost it in the sense of like, well, why? Because all right, let me, let me, let me, let me say this. So I have been asking God for more um uh, financially. But when I originally started asking God for financially, it was because I'm like, God I wanna be a blessing. I actually wanted to um get an orphan mm-hmm. maybe one or two and i was actually meditating on things like that but for some reason i just thought that was wrong mm. and i stopped meditating and the next thing you know i got lost and just wanted to make money period <laughs> and that i know it's sad but talking mm-hmm. today kind of restoked that fire Come, like that is my goal that's why actually i am doing is because i want to be a blessing you know because um before our guys, before I actually started streaming full time and doing Uber full time and pastoring full time, I worked with um, special need kids mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for a good approximately. i would say what, like two three years between yeah. um, three schools, yeah. um, and the stuff that you see, bro, the stuff. Um, that you see these kids go through the stuff you hear about them going through. I think my biggest impact was Laird and Hall here in Denver, Colorado, um, working with kids with behavioral and special needs. It was a rough job, but nonetheless, I will feel, I felt very worried to my god. Um, but it was hard seeing um, where these kids come from because you always would get the reports about the kid and their behavior and the charts and stuff like that. And um, a lot of these kids have, unfortunately, not good homes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And their sanctuary is the school that they're at. Yeah. And it has had me thinking like, man, there's a whole bunch of kids out there that are orphaned. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of kids out there are being misused. Mm-hmm. And, okay, God, I, I I don't like that. I probably won't be able to produce a natural seed. Mm-hmm. But God, there's so many out here that need that that need a me that need Ariel Right, and when I say it that way, Apostle and Babe, now you in here too. Yeah. That actually makes me feel selfish when I say I want my own kid. Mm-hmm. This is me though. I'm, you know, you got your process, you got your process. Actually, because it's like, well, who's who? Who am I to say to God and deny Him of wanting to do that? And that's what that's because you asked me motivation, Babe. I think mean, that's motivating me to want to work. That's motivating me to want to get more financially secure.
0: So, so he, that's God's will. So here, here's the selfish part, really, though, because I don't think it's selfish to want your own seed, want mm-hmm. to come from you. But what is selfish is to not want to be a parent if it doesn't come from you.
1: Yeah, and that's yeah. that was the, that's the part, it. right? And that that's was the mother, what, yeah. and that's
0: what I was saying is if if it's <laughs> not mine, that's selfish. I don't want it. Because there's nothing, I don't think there's anything wrong with that mm-hmm. desire. Yeah. You know, but when that desire says, well, I, I'm not going to take anybody in because I just want it to be for me. Yeah. That's kind of prideful, pouty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind mm-hmm. of vindictive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of petty. Like, God, yeah. since you didn't, you know, make it so that I could. <laughs> Everybody goes I, I ain't doing it. I'm a I'ma focus on me. Yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. for mine. You yeah. know, yeah. but if God Or or that, even
1: mm. looking at the thing like it's lesser.
0: Yeah. Like oh, somehow it is you know, less I guess than. I'll
1: adopt because this is my other
0: alternative. It's lesser. Instead of understanding yeah. that you may be saving a child's life. Yeah. You may be saving a child's life. Yeah. By being that foster parent and then being able to place them with you or adopting a child and then being able to come into your home. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, because, you know, the the only difference between adopting and being a foster parent is that one, the state, you know, can place them with you, but they can say, well, we don't think you're treating them right. And they can take them.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. You know, that's a difficult part about adopting you got to put out so much money. You got to be able to put out so much money and the adoption process is mm-hmm. extensive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to you got to pass a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, to be able to be on that list. Yeah, it's, You know, it's the same thing for foster parent. But I don't think it's as intense yeah. as the adoption and you're putting out the money. And so but they're both basically the same ministry if you're thinking about them in terms of service to the lord Mm -hmm. if you're thinking about them in service to the lord then you're saying either way the motivation Mm -hmm. is that god you want me to take somebody in grow them up in the admonition of the lord raise up a godly child you know that's going to go out into this world and preach the gospel you know uh, raise up someone that maybe i can pass the baton to you know and they take up the mantle you know um me and my wife were talking about you know the things that are caught versus the things that are taught yeah. mm-hmm. you know and she said there's a lot of things about aj that are just like you and he's just that way and i said that to me is the passing of the mantle you know and you know he's my biological but any child that would have grown up in my house have got them. They would have got that because mm-hmm. even Tiara has it, and she's a female. She has this 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 sense of honor, this yeah. sense of, I put my word out there. That, that's I call that the Wilson trait, right? <laughs> Wilsons do what they got to do because they got to do it, yeah. not because I always want to do it, not because I always feel like doing it, not because and because I do what I got to do because I got to do it. To a lot of people, it looks like, well, he must wanted to do that. No, I want to Bless. I want to bless God. I want to yeah. serve God. Mm. And so I'm going to put the effort it. You're going to think I wanted to do it mm. because I want to please God. So that's really what I want to do. Wow. So it's about his will, not about my want. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so often we're going after our wants and we're in opposition and we're wrestling with God's will because of our wants. You know, and so the Bible says that a man is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. He's not drawn away by somebody else's desires he's drawn away by his own desires it's what you want Mm -hmm. that causes you to be drawn away from god and so you know when it comes down to this you want everything to be filtered through what's god's will for that what is his will for that if uh uh, millions of dollars come into your hand what is god's will here not what is my want right because i mean Mm -hmm. in you know Becca, (laughs) I ask you this question,
1: you know, because my wife's, you know, she's just avid that she has a desire for kids. What if the desire came from God to actually adopt? What if it's not just a uh, one-way door, that makes sense? Mm -hmm. You know, because as I'm sitting here, I'm really thinking about, like, I'm really taking this in. Because, you know, I, I really... I don't think that that um, I, th- I let me say this. I think that it is God. I was about to say I don't think it is God. Uh, but I think it's not so narrow. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's just, that's really, that's big. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy because our wants will narrow things down. They'll make you just look at one thing.
0: Well, and, and that's when, like you said, the selfishness kicks in because what I've noticed, you know, over you know twenty four years of marriage, you know, going on to, going on 25, 23, going on twenty four, um, is my wife will get one piece and I'll get the other piece. Right. Not, that's if Ariel right. has the desire for kids, then Anthony has the means that how it's going to happen, right? Right. And so she has the desire, you have the means. Let's put them together. Not, well, oh, I've got the desire, and I've got to have the means, and I've got to have a plan, and I got to, no, we prophesy in part. Mm, that's so good. That's so good. Yeah. You got one piece. You got one piece. That's why he made the two one. And that,
1: and that's yeah. what I'm seeing is that <laughs> right.
0: okay, uh-huh. she has
1: desire uh-huh. for kids, but I have a desire for you know adopting. Like I, it really hurts me when I see kids in bad situations. It. Yeah. You know, um, it gets me, you know, and wow, you put those two together, there it is. There it yeah. is. And, you know, and man, <laughs> this is good, y'all. This is this so is good. this is really good. Um, okay, Apostle, so I do I'm a transition just a team <laughs> okay. So I, I have to be honest with mm-hmm. you. Um I I never grew up playing sports. So you know, I I actually played tennis, but I wasn't I wouldn't count myself competitively playing tennis, if that makes sense. So I played it because my mom gave me, my dad gave me two options either. I had to do gym or I had to do a sport. And I just chose tennis since I was third grade all the way up in the, um, high school. Set by, um, I think I didn't play my last year. i say I think I did. I'm not too sure. Um, year or I played tennis up to like um, um, high school. And my parents thought I was really good, at it. and I, I was pretty decent, you know. I was on the nice on the court, but you know, I it was I, it was not my plan to definitely take this thing. They were really mad. I want to take it on to college because <laughs> I had things like I want to do music. I always wanted to work with people, so human service and things like that. Uh, but I stopped to say that. <laughs> Because I never really had nothing competitive until I really started doing gaming. But even certain games I played, I would account count so much competitive. I just would count as me being passionate. But I am really competitive with shooting games. Mm-hmm. And this week was a very interesting week with Apex and streaming. <laughs> because um, I'm not going to lie, Apostle, I I, 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 I I turn my streams off. But, man, there was, there, was, there was some words that are about to come out that I think would not edify the Lord so well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Praise mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. Definitely off stream. Um, woo. Praise God. Um, my mm-hmm. wife is the only one that hears and the Lord hears. And that's not that either. But I, I'm competitive. So if I'm talking to a gamer, because I, I do want to talk about this because um, I put some of my Discord. That I'm going to apologize for. I put in my Discord, I said the lines of, I'm not streaming Apex no more, I'm playing Apex no more because this game sucks and it pulls out the worst in me and I don't need to be streaming, so I'm not playing no more. I don't feel like that was the answer to that. However, I do feel like Apex and me being competitive is revealing something that's inside of me mm-hmm. that doesn't even be dealt with. Mm-hmm. And so I want to open this up because I have a lot of friends on here on Twitch who play shooters. That play competitive games, and I really want to open up. Especially me being a pastor, I, I think this is kind of like, kind of could be good, or on my be ever, or, or kind of really exposing. But I, I do want to talk about this competitive nature and how to challenge that for godliness versus being overtook it by it. I think you know mm-hmm. what it means to be overtook it, because I know you play some Madden growing up, and so I know you know about competitive games and how you, your boys, could get into them. Oh, and, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, let's talk about it. So I'll <laughs> open that up a little bit. Well, I mean, you, you know, yeah, my thing was the sports games. Um, I had some um, – I had some games that weren't sports games like Resident Evil, oh, yeah. you know, Loaded, um, Tomb Raider, oh, stuff on, like Tomb that, Raider. you yeah. know, where it's actually story <laughs> and um, what was the other one? Well, was, there was different ones um, that I played, but most of my games were competitive. NBA Live, mm-hmm. um, Madden, um, different games, you know, like that and even uh we even got competitive on stuff like track and field you know where they had the arrow shooting the the long jump all kinds of stuff on there we uh boxing games played mm, a lot of those uh, a lot of boxing games Mike Tyson's punch out yeah yeah punch out Mike Tyson's punch out um and the games that kind of came out of that and so the competitive games i think you know for a believer um there, there, there is a testing of yourself to see if you can, you know, actually play that, be competitive, but not get out of character. Um, something else I did for many years is I've coached for many years, coach football, basketball, T-ball, soccer, just about anything you can coach. I've coached it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I was able to do. Was coach without right. cussing the kids out, right? Yeah. All the other other coaches, the way that they motivate the kids is cussing them out. Right, right. And I, I see. He's fast. <laughs> get get up in here, bro.
1: Sometimes I uh, I break too. <laughs> see,
0: see, and I don't think there's anything wrong right, with. I don't right. think there's anything wrong with that when you feel like it is just it's bringing something out of you. That and I'm like, well, wait a minute. Maybe I got back down and really get myself together, and that's why you know, for me, I remember my kids. They used to try to see if they could ever catch me cussing, right? Because they <laughs> like all coaches cuss. I said I don't cuss. All coaches cuss, even when I'm furious with them. I wouldn't cuss because I felt like that was a sign that this thing overtook me.
1: Mm.
0: Right. I felt like that was a sign that if you could bring me out of my character, then you have too much control. And
1: what did Paul say?
0: Paul said, all things are lawful, Mm -hmm. but not everything is beneficial Mm -hmm. and I will not be a slave to anything. And so I don't want to be under the power of anything, you know, to the point where, like you said, with this apex that, you know, because when we were playing uh, Madden and that stuff, man, fights would break out over bro, that game bro. controllers be broke some people shut the whole game off at the end of the game and say ain't <laughs> nobody playing i'm not trying to laugh i'm just i'm just but, being real it, it got uh, eating man because you know with <laughs>
1: online gaming so we well, let me explain apex a little bit just to kind of explain what the game is so it is a first person shooter um do you ever play like Rainbow C Rainbow Siege or anything like those? Rainbow Six? Those okay, it's like so these see about first-person shooters. Do you ever play going Line? going No, I haven't played it, but I've seen all those games. Right. Yeah. Alright, so it's like it's like that, but here's the thing about Apex. So you got different characters you can select. They all have special abilities. They have ultimate ability and they have um, their tactical ability. That's just the basis of the game. And so The way it works is an online game. It's free to download. And so you're paired with different people all the time. Or you can get people you actually know online that you, you know, and join them to your party. But for the most part, um, you're kind of playing with different people. So you have different teammates (laughs) that you don't know. And those teammates... Sometimes do stupid stuff. <laughs> you want to. It's so easy for you just to cuss a person. I have dealt with so much toxicity from this game. And I've tried so hard. to be toxic myself. That's the dub term that we use for um, a lot of communities. It's toxic. Pretty sure you heard I, it. That
0: makes sense. Yeah, I get so what you're a, saying. A toxic person
1: <laughs> is obviously someone who's like yelling at you and degrading you. and And, and you know, it's... I'll, I'll say this. <laughs> I said this comment and I, I, I'm sticking with it. I I can understand a toxic person's perspective because I like to win so much that sometimes I forget that, that these are people playing games. Right? You know, not... Uh, CPUs, they're actually people. And so you have a microphone. So people, you, you use your microphone. <laughs> or you to you plug your controller. You have to have a microphone and there. You just be quiet, just ping stuff. You know, let people know where you're going. They can follow you. But for the most part, people have microphones. Wow. And man, <laughs> boys, the stuff yeah. people have said to me, I got one teammate okay. that like literally cussed me out. And i I, I going to oh, yeah. lay hands on me. I didn't cuss him out back, but <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I was like, because because he, he didn't think he didn't think I had a mic, so he just was popping off. Oh. I said, I said, excuse me? Right. I said, say it again. Say it
0: again.
1: <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what, like what what? You know, even today um not CET. um right. had a dude just pinging himself also oh, a ping is when they mark something mm-hmm. or when they die they ping where the enemy's at that's trying to kill them little restaurants that they hit just think about someone like clicking that like all type. <laughs> it's like that i swear to god they like bro i heard you the first time you keep dinging this thing i'm not picking you up i swear i will not rescue, you and i will just leave you there i said that today i was like lord that was not very nice but it was so annoying. <laughs> I'm like really trying to work on this thing. And I did pull back a couple of days. I spent some time on what we prayed. I just got myself together. I went back. <laughs> you know, but it's been a struggle. Um, they use it for sure in a good amount of times. It ain't nice. It is not. It is really where I I get a mic and my teammate is reasonable. Like, I get some nice ones. For the most part, I get people just, what are you doing? That was so stupid.
0: Like, you know, and you're just like. I I think (laughs) the tough part about it is that it kind of makes gamers seem like they're not the best of people.
1: Right. And that's why Mm -hmm. um, there was, I don't know if you remember, there was this era where parents didn't want kids playing games. Right because um, of some of the behavior kids were showing because this was online really start taking off people really have a problem with online not just for a simple effects online is taking um, local co-op away people coming together and playing mm-hmm. but for a simple fact that you know you're playing with different people you don't know and you're like almost all different individual because if you don't know this person's person over screen you have I'm just being honest, you have a little bit more guts, right? right. To say like, for
0: me, like, you want to like say. for me, I remember it was about 2002, 2000, actually, 2001, 2002, where Madden went online. Oh, man, yeah, and when Madden started online back there. Well, first of all, it was addictive because you get to play people all over the world, yeah. so. You know so i'm playing people in new york i'm playing people in california uh-huh. i'm playing you know and that was in itself cool you know <laughs> and it wasn't back then it wasn't you couldn't really chat right you just kind of played, you know so you didn't have because i can imagine you know what it became later on once you could actually chat and interact by then i wasn't playing madden online anymore but when it first started there there was times that i was up all night just playing different people from different places who's next and then the ranking system yeah because apex got ranked so the ranking system you're constantly trying to get your rank up you touch you know um I mean, there's there's tens of thousands of people playing, you know, and me and a couple of guys, I knew we actually maintain a rank in the top 1,000. Nice. And so we were battling, you know. I remember I got down to somewhere in the 400s, which hmm. means if, if all these people across the country are playing at and you're in the top 400, you know, and that was our thing. What's your rank? <laughs> what's, what's your rank where you where you ranked at it got so weird that people would play you because of your rank yeah because if they can beat you they get your their rank. rank jumps up <laughs> so it's, it's the same thing so uh,
1: apex has a point system i think predator is the highest for the rank i am still learning apex so if you guys are apex players feel free to jump in and correct me Final rank is the uh the highest rank is predator um, I think Diamond is the is beneath that one. I haven't touched Rank yet at Apex, but yeah, it's, it's the same principle. Um, But man, um let's say this. Call of Duty, I would say, really started because when Call of Duty came out, Call of Duty, especially when it got online, Call of Duty was really the thing people were using to talk. So as soon as, like, what was that? I guess you would say PlayStation 3 is what really bought the voice chat with the headphones and stuff. Um... Oh, that's a bot. Okay. Um, and I, I grew up hearing about this. Because, um, mind you, I didn't play a lot of online games until, I would say, um, yeah, this year. Really, this year. I, I will play online games, but I never played with other people. So, it was like an online game I played for free, obviously I would play it. But I never really played with people. Until this year, kind of actually started with Streets of Rage a little bit, which is a BMU. But really, Apex is really the thing where really kind of I got into this online um, thing. And it is addicting. I didn't know how addicting Apex would be because my my friends, it's been out for years. So this is, uh, we're in season season A right now of Apex. This came out, season A just came out this literally um, this last week. my friends got me in season seven, but they're trying to get me in like season three, four, or five. I was like, I don't play shooting games, <laughs> and I see why now. I'm just playing no, but um, I eventually uh, got on the scene and it is really addicting. Like I actually have to make myself get off, <laughs> and I must say sometimes I'm up late into the night playing. But um, anyway, um, so <laughs> I, it's really addicting. But the thing that got me convicted this week is short. Is I start seeing how many friends I was making in Apex. Because you know, if a teammate like you, they vibing with you, they'll send you a friend request. So you play mm-hmm. PlayStation, mm-hmm. Thingy, yeah, they, they rock with you. And I'm like, God, how am I sharing the gospel with these people? And God?
0: <laughs>
1: why do one of these people <laughs> come in my stream and find my pastor and Thank heaven I didn't cuss them out, but I was really nasty to them with my mannerism. Mm. Like, that doesn't... So I really started thinking. And that's what made me say, well, I just can't touch this anymore. But then I felt like, well, I don't like this thing punking me, so i am a, uh, You know, it <laughs> wasn't that weird? So I was like, let like this thing fuck me, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said, yep. <laughs> yep. So I... I really... I really been, like, really, in, like, investing. Because you said something last week. It was off camera. We were talking about um, I had a friend, you know, while saying names, you know, who's a lot like me. We're a lot alike, so no judgment. And if I was, God forgive me. <laughs> but I had a friend, you know, fellow Christian who's streaming. He just was dropping bombs on stream. And I was like, bro, <laughs> chill. <laughs> you know, hey, chill. Chill out. So, um, but the thing that got me is I'm like, man, I can't let this thing beat me. But what it does reveal about me is so much inside me. For one, I realized I don't like losing. So, I was, <laughs> so I'm gonna invite vi- you to this conversation with me and my wife in the car today. So my wife had to deal with me using Apex as an analogy to kind of feel, how I feel about life. And I actually felt like it was a good analogy in my opinion mm-hmm. You know, to, to, help, to help her understand how I feel about life. So a um, couple terms real quick again, Apostle, bear with me. I'm sorry. So Apex, we have these terms. A hot drop is when you go the action. You don't, because it's a big old map, so you can go somewhere mm-hmm. on the map and get safe, get some loot, loot mm-hmm. your guns, get scope for your guns, get your ammo together, mm-hmm. get your heels together, and then you go into combat. hot drop is you scatter to get your stuff, and whoever gets it first gets in kill fast, or you get killed fast. Mm-hmm. That's, that's official hot drop. I said, guy, I feel like life is like a hot drop. Mm-hmm. and I don't want to be dropped high all the time. I want to be able to loot and get my stuff together. I want to be able to get my stuff, and I want to be able to win. And I feel like there's so many losses. Just sometimes you give me a hot drop, and I'm killing the hot drop. I, sometimes I like the hot drop because if you get a good high drop, you get a kill leader. So if you kill, like, five people in the same spot, you kill leader, and you just might be vibing the whole game. i might win the whole game, right? Sometimes you like it, but sometimes you hate it because you get killed as soon as you get down there. And I'm like, God, I don't like these hot drops in my life lately. I feel like this life has been like a hot drop. I've been dropping. And you just, it, things are rough. And guys like I barely can catch my bearing. And, yeah, there were some good games. But I feel like the games that I lost are more than the ones I'm winning. God, and that's how I feel about life. And I said, but I keep coming back for more. And I don't know why I keep coming back for more, because I'm like, I don't know why I play this game. Seriously, some days I'll like, why am I playing Apex? This game is so abusive to me. I just lose so much. <laughs> you know, why I keep going at it. But I was like, I was just like, that's how I feel about life. Mm-hmm. And so when I get angry about it, it's because I, I want to be good at this game called life. I want to be good at this walk with God.
0: But those are two different things. They are. Let's talk about them. Because, you know, <laughs> the, the like you said, life is like that hot job, right? Mm. And because life is like that hot job,